Well, hello again. It's time with tea, and I am tea with a little tea in my cup. Hope you guys have your cup so that you can sip as we speak about the five love languages. That is uh, accredited to author Gary Chapman, who came out with that, as well as the five love languages for singles, as well as the five love languages for children. All right. So what we're going to talk about is um, what is your love language? How do you respond um, to a mate? What is it you want? What is it you express you need? And, um, you know, what's perfect for you? You can give us a call here at 919-768-2486. That's 919-768-2486. Or you can also call us at 1-800-799-7233. If you suspect any domestic violence, someone who may be in trouble, um, if there's immediate concern, you can always call 919. Okay, we'll be right back after these messages. And guys, we're back. We are, again, recapping this topic. Um... The Five Love Languages by the book was by Gary Chapman, and he happens to be a um, Christian and a counselor for marriages, and he counsels other relationships as well. But um, Gary came up with this idea that actually saved his marriage. Um, It's like, give it a try. And he's gotten a lot of feedback from it where people were like, we were done, you know, couples. We were done. But then we read your book. So the power of impacting people through your words is amazing. Um, We speak all the time about the power of the tongue. Um, But even the power of the pen is important as well. So the five love languages, just to be clear, are... I think there's a particular order, and I did have a piece of paper with it on it. So right now, I'm kind of lost for words. But I know that it's quality, time, and there's going to be touch. There's going to be gifts, and they don't have to be, you know, monetary gifts. And there's going to be services. And just the gift of the very first one actually should have been affirmation, words of affirmation. So let's recap that. I think it went in order of words of affirmation, quality time, the gifts, acts of service, and then finally touch. And touch is actually not at the bottom. I mixed them up. But anyway, we got all five out there. We know what they are. You know, it's important to touch. It's important to tell me you love me. It's important to show me 
through services, helping me out with the dishes or helping me into the car, out of the car. But it's also important to give me gifts sometimes just for, just because, you know, flowers, candy, uh, women, uh, pay for his haircut, you know, bring his car back, wash, you know, through the wash service, get it detailed, uh, cologne, um, and give him words of affirmation. You're the greatest husband ever, boyfriend ever, you know, and it's vice versa. Best wife ever, greatest lover ever, best girlfriend ever. Um, so yeah, we definitely want to be touched. We want to be talked to. We want quality time. We want you to extend some services to us and then gifts. So if you're covered through all these things, pretty much you should not have a problem with that person knowing that you love them because you told them so in all the languages. So guys, I just want to know if you know what your love language is because let me tell you how important it is. I heard a story through Gary Chapman, in fact, about a wife who thought she wanted a divorce because her husband didn't seem to show love to her And he was always cooking and washing dishes and washing the car and making her life so much easier through these type of services. And also his responsibility as part owner of the house. He, you know, did these things, but he did his share and her share as well because he wanted to make life easier for her. Her complaint, her chief complaint was... I don't think he loves me because he barely touches me. And I mean, and he also barely talks to me. But he's not touching you and not talking to you because he's running around here doing all the housework. And for some reason, he thought that was what you wanted. Either because that's what his mom was expressing to his dad or he saw that on a show somewhere. Or maybe somehow you said it'd be nice if you helped out a little more around the house. So what we do know is that there's only 24 hours in a day. So you have to prioritize those hours. We also know that a person can perceive what you're doing as just idle work to avoid me. Or, you know, this seems to be more important than I am. But in fact, it's your way of showing love. So she was ready for a divorce because she, quote, unquote, uh, was fed up with him paying more attention to house duties and, um, you know, cooking than her personal needs of affection and conversation. Now, that would bring to mind how good you are with multitasking because you can talk to someone while washing the dishes and cleaning but it seems she needs a little more than just talking I think she wanted quality time let's talk about quality time quality time is when I put my cell phone down and I look in your eyes matter of fact I cut my cell phone off and put it out of sight and I am engaging in conversation with you not competing with telephone tv 
or other people. And in fact, if there's dishes to be done, food to be cooked, well, that's going to have to wait for the hour that I've set aside for you. And we can get back to the world later. So it's, it's quality time, but it's also time set aside to be uninterrupted and continuously given with purpose in mind of being intimate without touching. Well, you could touch, but I'm just saying like the whole point is not sex. So you're intimately engaging in conversation with this person and nourishing their soul. How are you today? What happened? Really? She did what? You know, you become this person's best friend through these types of conversations. And from there on, I mean, everything's all gravy. I mean, and that's why I always say it's very important to be a best friend to your spouse, your mate. Because when all is said and done, at least we like each other. Very important. Because romance is challenged every day. And most times it is, you know, it could lose. It could lose. Like, not most times, but a lot of times it could lose. So what you want to be first is friends and get a good understanding of this person. What do they desire most? You know, I got to. I got to say this. I mean, you got to come to a relationship whole. You can't expect this person to complete you. We both have to be whole. And then together, we make the best whole couple in the world. So, yeah. You want to be whole. And not depend on this person to make, quote unquote, make you happy. Not going to happen. You know, a million dollars is not going to make you happy. Everything you want is not going to make you happy. You have to have your own happiness built in. And you have to know how to maintain that. I mean, that's how you know you're healthy and whole because you can maintain it. It's not on and off. And yeah, yeah, you might feel days of not as enthusiastic about life as before but that's gonna be here or there here and there guys i want you to realize that these five love languages are spoken daily by you to the people around you you let them know what you care about and you express to them how you feel through what you do and don't do sometimes Sometimes it's misread. Like I said, I may be so busy trying to be of service to you that I'm not giving you the quality time you deserve. I've done that, in fact. (laughs) I've done that not just in a significant other relationship, but I've done it with my children. So busy making a living and making sure they're eating and good and Giving them things to make up for the time I can't always spend with them. And my daughter really learned to resent that. She was like, I'd rather have you than these things. And I was like, wow. (laughs) You know? So guys, we're going to cut it short. Um, I'm really excited that we did talk about this. 
because it's very important. It's very important that you realize that there is such a thing as five love languages. Um, so these languages will help you to identify your own needs. Therefore, you can satisfy your own needs. But also, you know what? In the spouse will connect with you. You know, if there's a spouse that's all about giving and puts you on a shelf, then you're going to have a problem with that if you're a toucher, a talker, and yourself are a giver. Because at the end of the day, even if you're a giver, sometimes you want to be a receiver. Okay, guys, we're going to hold off there. We're going to take some calls if we get any, but we're going to take a quick break. We may be back with answers to questions. Hope to talk to you then. If not, thank you for your time. That was Time with T, and we'll see you next time.